ED. Oh. Hey, word on the street is you're an official bear tamer. Is that true? Um, you know what? I've I've um shut Yogi down once or twice. <laughs> I'm better than the average bear. I'll say that. <laughs> Not Yogi. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast. Oh, believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Pleased to get to on this show. Hey, the regular season is here. This is the week one preview. You got the Niners and the Bears coming up on Sunday, week one. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we got a three-pack of real thing or not for you, ED. Okay. We'll get into that as well. Um, uh, some life news on my end. Uh, there, there's a slight change to the show. Slight change. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, and, uh, of course there's a, uh, there's a quarterback, a new quarterback play for the Niners, um, and a couple other roster moves that, that we'll get into, um, as well. Uh, as always, we want to encourage you to continue to get involved in the show. Uh, hit us up on social media, on Twitter. I'm at our Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at watch Ray Ray. He is at ed. Two five. As always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join. Today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Hey, hope springs eternal. In week one, there's plenty of optimism. You know, I mean, it's it's all that optimism that every team entered into camp with. Uh, camp with they, that all carries into week one, and then. You know, some will continue through with more of that optimism. Others may get smacked around and realize that, you know, what we thought or what coach was speaking to us and all, it may lying. not actually happen. Yeah, this coach was lying. Though. You find, it doesn't take long to realize coach was lying. Either coach doesn't know what he's talking about or he just flat out lied to us because we we don't have it. doesn't take – I've been there. I've been on squads where, like, okay. This it becomes clear quickly, yes. right? Yes, yeah. early. So with that in mind, I mean, like, how optimistic are we? How, how, how optimistic should we be about the 2022 version of the San Francisco 49ers, ED? It's a good roster. It's a talented roster. This, this team didn't go from being a Super Bowl contender the last couple of years to being a scrub in one offseason. Think about it. I, I mean, the players, the core players are getting older and better. I mean, I mean, they're hitting their prime, really. Um, and then you have the, you have an older guy like a Trent Williams, who's just he's I mean, he's just that guy. So. Uh, so, I mean, you have some very talented players across the board. You know, Kittle, we're already there already week one. And, you know, and he may not be available. It's going to be very important for him to be out there. It's going to be important for the quarterback. But the roster. I think the mindset of the organization, the expectations, all those things come into play, man. You got to have a mindset to win it all. You got to have the roster to win it all. Um, you you got to have that certain chemistry and 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 aura in the locker room to win it all. So I think that this is a double digit win team. I've said that from the start. I'm not gonna back down from that. Um, I can I can see them, and I think that'll be enough to get them into the playoffs. I think that they are a playoff team. We'll see what happens and how that plays out and the type of confidence that grows um, winning games. But as you said, it's week one. It's here. You know me. Confidence comes from doing, not from preaching, talking, planning. It comes from doing. So you win a game, you start to believe you can win another. You win another one, you start to expect to win the, another. You win that one, the other opponent starts to believe that you're about to win another. So all of the things start to snowball. So it's very important to get off on a good start if you're the 49ers, if you're any team in the league. But we are we only really care about the 49ers. So we're going to say it's really important for them to get off to a good start. Um, we're talking about those injuries. George Kittle, uh, questionable. He's got a growing 
uh, Dre Greenlaw questionable with an elbow. Um, so uh, Greenlaw was limited earlier this week. Uh, Kittle actually sat out of practice earlier this week. So it, obviously you got some things going on there. And then you talk about the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, Jimmy Ward um, with that hamstring. So, you know, he's, he's going to be missing some time too. So, you, you know, obviously don't want to start off the, the season, you know, too deep uh, in the injury report if you're the Niners or any squad for that matter. But those are a couple key cogs, um, I'll say, uh, for the San Francisco 49er club. Um, you said talk, and there's been a lot of talk this offseason. And, and I, that conversation is is probably going to continue throughout the duration of this season. But before we get into the quarterbacks, uh, we talk, we alluded to this a little bit last week uh, towards the end of the show. Um, decision making, right? Um, draft picks, uh, how those necessarily pan out or don't pan out. Um, look, I'm I'm no GM. <laughs> you could be. You could play one on TV anyway. I could play one. I, I do play one yeah. weekly for our our our, <laughs> uh, our friends here on Believe. Uh, I knew the Trey Sermon thing was wasn't a good pick from the jump, right? Um, but they. They invested in that and yeah. quickly uh, realized that was a mistake and he's out the door. But, I mean, you're talking about a situation in which, um, you know, you didn't even have a first-round draft pick, right? Your highest draft pick was Drake Jackson uh, in the second round this season, uh -huh. uh, coming off the heels of, of, of that draft. Um, you know, it's you, it, you can't miss. Like, you, you, you just can't afford to kind of – kind of do things like that and and look I mean you can say the running back room is extremely strong and like yeah I get that right um but I mean obviously these draft picks are I mean they're value for a reason right I mean I, what's your we talked about sermon and nauseam last season and and oh yeah from like I here's I think he's an NFL running back I think he will be a very good NFL running back in a system that fits him that system just not in the yay. Uh, there, there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, I don't think, I think it was a system fit. Um, two ways to look at it. Number one, you don't, you don't want to be wrong on a third rounder. I believe he was a third rounder. Correct. Third rounder is a guy that's, that is supposed to start for you. Eventually your first, second and third rounders are supposed to be stars. Your first rounders are supposed to be, I mean, these are, you know, decade long guys that you're expecting to be pro bowlers and all pros, your first round picks. That's what you should be looking at. They should get a few generations, a few contracts out of you. Um, your second rounders, the same thing. These are guys that you are, that you are looking at saying that these guys are starters. I know they're going to be starters and um, you, you, you and, and you could get that same type of potential out of these guys that you can get pro bowls and things like that. Third rounders, this is a starter. This is a guy that should be on. This is a guy that should be on my team. He should be a starter. If you know, you can get very fortunate, and it turns into a Navarro Bowman, or it turns into, I, I mean, like a Fred Warner or something like that. You didn't plan on that, and so don't think you're that smart. And and I'm not going to allow you to be that smart. You know, GMs always want to take credit for that, um, but you can't take credit for that because if you would have drafted that guy in the first round, if you thought, if you thought Bo Navarro Bowman or Fred Warner were going to be who they became, you would have drafted them in the first round. Everybody in the league would have drafted them in the first round. Um, so every everyone saw them wrong. So you you missed on that pick, on that selection. That guy should be on your roster right now. That guy should be in your room. That guy should be not someone that's getting nudged out by a player. He should be a guy that's a tone setter for you. And, and eventually, even if he wasn't ready as a rookie, he should be ready now. You missed. Um, but what I do like, man, it's like being on the craps table in Vegas, man. You can't throw bad, you can't throw good money after bad money. You can't chase, you can't chase bad money with good money. When if if the dice aren't hot, you you, you gotta lay out for a little bit. You 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 know, you gotta pull your chips and just know that it's time to it's time to cut bait. So a lot of times guys hang on to a player that is not a good fit because you're concerned about this right here what's going to be said what's going to be talked about how is it going to be viewed as opposed to moving on and saying we screwed up because that's what they basically said 100 percent. 
we made a mistake. We we made a mistake. That doesn't. That's not saying that this player can't play, as you just alluded to. We're not saying that this player can't play. We're just saying that this player can't play for us. And since we know he can't play for us, let's just go ahead and admit instead of doing what so many organizations do. Let's try to find a way to work him in. Let's keep him around. Let's keep doing this so that we don't look bad. Because if you give you give the players enough opportunities to where hopefully it shifts to, well, this guy just can't play. As opposed to this guy can't play for us. Yeah. And we made a mistake bringing him in for us. So that's so that part of it I'm okay with. The issue is that you're right. That's a third round pick that should be playing for the Niners and um contributing for the Niners this year. The following 3-4 years, he should be a contributor that won't be there. That so we got to look at not how this affects the team this year. How does this affect the team two years from now, three years from now? That's the mistake. That, that, that's the that's the part, right? And, yeah. and and when you talk about draft picks and, and their value, this, that, or the other, um, and knowing that you probably were going to go into that next draft, as I mentioned, without a first-round pick. Look, they were fortunate. They hit on Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round, right? And so yeah. um, they were fortunate there. So, you know, you, you add a couple pieces to that running back room, and they hit on one. The other one didn't fit. But, I mean, ultimately, Kyle's got a – Kyle's got a type, right? Yeah. And, and and look, you know, you you might have a type, you know, whatever that type is, right? If that one don't look like anybody else, <laughs> that's your type. We may have some issues here, yeah. right? And and yeah. I think that's exactly what happened um with, with with Trey Sermon. Well, you know what? But you but one thing you just said though, if Elijah Mitchell is that dude, and I think he can be, um, not just because he works twenty five, but if he is that guy then it makes sense. It's a push. If a lot, if your six rounder turns into the, it turns into the running back um, because a six rounder, if he hadn't made the squad, nobody would have even blinked an eye. If Elijah Mitchell didn't make the team, right? Nobody would be even, he was a six rounder and you don't say anything, but if Elijah Mitchell turns into the running back, then your third round mix up is not that big a deal. Yeah. But you, we it's not that big i get it i I get what you're saying right it's a wash but wash after the draft we said it like the sixth round guy is gonna be your guy right like the third round guy like he come from big school big stuff he's not gonna be your guy like this guy from little louisiana lafayette that they don't call Mm -hmm. louisiana lafayette no more he's gonna be your guy so i mean i I think i don't know it's it's interesting whatever we're not the decision makers but i just play not at all uh, when you look at this, this is Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You look at this this quarterback position and you look at Trey Lance and, all right, here we go. We, we, it's a lot of talk, a lot of noise, a lot of fuss. It, it's it's come down to this. And, and look, he's going to be on center stage. This has become a national conversation, right? And so he's going to be on center stage against an opponent that you should beat. You got a brand new battery there and a new GM, a new head coach. Uh, they got rid of arguably one of their best uh, defensive players in in uh, in Khalil Mack. He's in uh-huh. LA with the Chargers. Uh, you got a disgruntled middle linebacker uh, in Roquan Smith. There are some issues there. Um, they got a quarterback they could build around, however, um, in, 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 in Justin Fields. But uh, Allen Robinson also gone. He's in LA as well with the Rams. And so you, you look at Trey Lance and like, all right, it's go time. The, the spot, the spotlight's on them. Yeah, kind of a national conversation. What can you do, five? And and for me, this is a huge game for no other reason than that, because all eyes are going to be on five. Um, all eyes are going to be on five because I was going to be on the Niners because of the roster we just talked about. No one's really going to look at Chicago to do anything um, because Chicago is offensively challenged. The 49ers defense should have a field day against them. While I was up in Seattle, um, that was one of the preseason matchups. Not And um, it's, so, again, I told you there's some things up there that I know that will help us moving forward. And it, it was it's not so much that you were game planning um, that team, but you had an opportunity just to sort of just break down players and look at things and see what was going on just from a matchup standpoint. And Chicago is offensively challenged. Um, Phil's 
is an extremely capable guy. So this, there will always be a comparison between he always, he, yeah, always. They're gonna always though. There's the same draft class. There will always be this comparison between the two. And someone asked me on Twitter a couple of days ago, like, did the Niners make a mistake in drafting in drafting him? And feels better and all the stuff. And I and I said, you know what? It's irrelevant uh, because um, they drafted Trey, and Trey has a better supporting cast. So the expectations are going to be higher for Trey. So going into this game, you're right. It's very important for Kim to for for the offense, the team to perform well. So I, I think you're looking at it like five has to do something. I think five is going to be who he is. He's going to learn. He's going to play the game. He's going to grow as he grows. I think this is there's more on Kyle. Hmm. His, his selection, hmm. his offense, he's the play caller. I think it's more on him. And I think more pressure will fall on Kyle than will fall on Trey if Trey has a bad performance. So I think it's very important for them to get off to a good start because I think it could it could really, really – Throw a lot of pressure on on the head coach, play designer, play caller, um, to come up with something. It, you you know what I'm saying? E- immediately, you got to start coming up with something. Um, so so that's that's where I'm looking at it. That that's what I'm looking at. I, I I don't think it's I don't think there's as much pressure on Trey Lance. He's a quarterback of the 49ers. He's heard all of this all offseason. He knows that everyone is saying, oh, well, if he screws up, they're going to put Jimmy out there and blah, blah, blah. And if he takes that to bed with him, shame on him. They can't take him off the field. If he, if he doesn't know that, if he's going to I'm telling you, if he's going to sleep, if his head is hitting the pillow and he's worried about Jimmy, then he's not that guy. And that's his fault. They, they It's your team. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't we don't know if he we don't know if he's that guy or not, you know, and, and, and that th- those voices got even louder after the restructuring. I well what of, I do of the, of the deal for, for well the for voices him. outside. I I just think that Trey Who knows? It, Maybe the voices in his head too. No, I don't think see this is the thing. I so that what why is it Kyle? This is the thing. It's like again. Sitting in a coach's in, in a coach's room, something that I saw, and I think it's around the league now. I I don't know if it's unique to the building I was in or if it's around the league. I think it's around the league, and it, it was completely different when I played. Complete. This aspect was completely different. The cater um, by they I mean coaching staff. The coaches cater so much to a player's personality and ego to build their confidence. Well, you kind of have they to. Want, they, 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 they cater to that. They foster a player's mind to build his confidence. They want that player to be comfortable. And I know it's got to be that way, especially at the quarterback position. So that's why I'm saying I can't see Kyle in any way making – Trey believes that it's not his job and that he that he can't make a mistake because if you're afraid to make a mistake you know I've said this before you're afraid to make a mistake you'll never make a play you can't play football that way you can't play uh, sports in general is mistake management I can't go out trying not to make a mistake you're going no you're going to do the things and you want to complete them and do them well but you know you're a human being so I don't see I think Kyle has fostered that mindset, so it has to happen. And that's what I'm saying. When we played, they didn't give a they didn't they didn't give a damn. I told you before a story where George, George Sefer called me up called me upstairs one day and said, "There's a problem in the secondary, and it's you. It's your fault. It's your yeah. fault. And 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 not that ever you've been playing. If anybody else plays poorly, it's your fault. That's what he told me. So it's it's I, it's, I see I, I see what you're saying and. I also understand that Pete's a different dude. Um, I don't know if Kyle is that guy. And 
Look, you can't treat everybody the same. Obviously, we all know that. But this goes back to the conversation we had last week and what I said about uh, Kyle and Jimmy, right? Kyle knows he can go through the media and he can talk, he can say stuff about 10. I don't know that he knows he can say anything about uh, about five, right? I don't I don't but, know. But that's Kyle. Kyle, but what we know about Kyle, and we can go back to Pettis, we can go back to a lot of players since he's been here, since, he, since Kyle has been in charge. That's who Kyle is. That's what Kyle does. Exactly. So, so does do that it. mean he's a massager of egos? I don't know that he's a massager of egos. Um, that's well, the Kyle that we've seen, right? Well, well, what we say, what we what we see and read on on um, the transcripts doesn't necessarily equate to everything that happens in, in the, the room in the building. And I I know that. That's what I'm saying. I know that now. I I see it. How it works. What is said, what is discussed, even how those conversations are going to be discussed. Even sometimes the things that are said to the media, there's a discussion on should I say this? Should we go this route? Should we put this out here? How will this play out? Okay, let's let's now that's that's A. B, if we play it this way, how do we think it's going to play out? If we if we make this quote. So all of those things, dude, it's 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 more to it than just getting out there and saying, this is what I think of this player. It players, psyche, personalities are fostered. Their confidence is wrapped in tiny little bubbles. They it's it's nice and bubble wrapped, and they got the peanuts all around their confidence. They don't want to destroy it. So I, that's why I'm saying. I can't believe that Trey is going to go to sleep thinking that it's not his team, which takes the pressure off of him. That that type of pressure, he's just going to go out and play. I don't think that there's the pressure of performance is always going to be there, but I don't think he's pressurizing himself saying I have to do well or they're going to yank me. He just knows he better. He has to play well or he's going to suck at quarterbacking and that's going to get him off the field. We uh we will have more on this in in real thing or not coming up. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll say this though we we've talked about the two being linked and I was very loud and very vocal about Justin Fields as were many others in of the faithful, um about him being that guy that that they they should have taken um them being the Niners and and it hadn't. You had him the second ranked quarterback coming out, yeah. Yeah, and and the 49ers may be that team for him. Um, he had one of his better, if not best games of his rookie season last year against San Francisco, uh, threw for nearly 200, ran for over a hundred. Um, and, and so you, 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 obviously that's the guy, if you're San Francisco, if you're 49ers defense, obviously that's the guy you got to lock in on, you gotta, you gotta feed, but there's, there's probably always going to be something there when he sees those colors. Um, because that, that's, that, they, they picked that. They picked that guy over me. Aaron Rodgers said the same thing. Every time they play when it matters, he gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> I all that all that false. Bull. I knew you were gonna say oh, that. I knew you were gonna say that. By the nothing. Way. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get them. I'm like, dude, like what? What? This is not you fighting the coach. You know what? If if he walked out there saying, you know what, Kyle didn't draft me, and I'd say pick Kyle over John because John might take him out. So I'm just saying, if I'm I'm gonna fight one of those guys one on one, let's go in the octagon. You got a shot. And not against Johnny doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I think I still think John to get it. Um, but, he, you know, I, I hadn't seen Kyle scrap, so I'm not sure about Kyle. He may have a chance that that would be the easier meal to me if I'm if, you know, if he's got to pick one of them. But dude, this is football. This is football. If you're the 49ers football team is better than the Chicago Bears football team. So all of that, every time I see them, I'm going to do this. I'm going mean, to shut up. Shut up. Yeah, it, it, it happened last year. We it's saw it's the, it's the numbers on. are the numbers. Come on, come on, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. The, numbers, the numbers are the numbers. What 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 was the number? He threw for one seventy five. He ran for one hundred three. You do, but and he had, he had said he completed seventy percent of his passes, highest highest on? of any game that season. He, I mean, he 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 did the thing. Yeah, they they won the game. No, I mean it was a huge, no. Okay, let's it stop. Huge, it, was a, it was a huge step for him, though. Bruh, he lost. No, 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 they won. There we go. Yes. So again, back with but, the, but, back, I, but, on, back to but, the Aaron Rodgers thing. 
you lost. You can tell me all my, the 49ers football team is better than the Chicago Bears. He's not fighting Kyle. So you can sit here and say, I threw, first of all, throwing for 170 yards is not anything in the NFL. But still, you can say you no, have. A- it's not. 175 isn't not. But when you add 103 on the ground to it, I think that's a little bit different. And no. don't forget, we needed some Jimmy G heroics last year to win that game. Like and Chicago. You won it. And you won it. So and you won it. At the end of the day, again, I'm going to say all of that, I'm going to always get you. Guess what? You had your chance to get them and you lost. You lost. And you're going to continue to lose because the 49ers have a better football team. Listen to me. It's a better organization. Listen to me. Uh, Justin uh, Justin is not in. And that's what I, I said just a second ago. Trey Lance has a better supporting cast than Justin. So it's not a question of who's the better quarterback and all of this stuff. Trey Lance is going to be better this season than Justin Fields this season because Trey Lance has a better supporting cast. He has a better team. He is he, he is better equipped for success than Justin right now. He's got a better defense. He's got better offensive weapons. Okay? He's not dealing with some babies blocking in front of him across the board. He's got it's gonna it's gonna be different for Justin than for for Trey. So I I I mean you can get on all of that, you know that revenge crap man. That stuff doesn't mean anything. You don't even think about it. It, it. That's one of those things when somebody brings it up, you're like, yeah, I mean, you know, they could have drafted me, but they didn't. But I mean, you're not going out there, it, 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 please. If if that's if that's what he goes to sleep with, all right, take another L. Take Take it. Uh, Real thing or not, coming up right after this. Okay, Ed. So, real thing or not, coming up. Uh, I mentioned some life news. Yes. Obviously, we got an honorary member of of this this pod. Um, Summer. She's she's been with the pod from the start, essentially, right? Yes. Uh, it's a little quiet here. Right. She started school yesterday. Oh my goodness! Well, we yeah we she started preschool yesterday. Oh my goodness! You're, you're getting old. I am getting old. Your boy was a mess yesterday. I, I bet you were. <laughs> I was. Tough. I was tough. You were. You you think you're tough, right? You think you're, you're tough, tough until, until they walk away because you're expecting her. You're expecting her to not want to go, right? Yeah, and, and she, she was, just keeps walking away. She ran away. Actually, she, didn't even turn around. What? Right? What? Yeah, ran straight to the swings. You thought you were the most yeah. important thing in her life until she yeah. saw that swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that so that yeah. happened. That happened. Um, and so yeah, so honorary member of the pods now. You know, doing her school thing or whatever. So so she started school and. Uh, you know, the house is a little bit quieter here in the daytime. Uh-huh. I'm, look, I'm still adjusting. I, I don't even know what this. I don't even know this. This is like pre. I don't even know what this is like. This precedes the pod. Yes. Um. In all honesty, I think so. Full disclosure. Believe hit me up. I think summer was like three months, and almost said no, just because you know, mm-hmm. new new baby. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um. And I, I, did, I, I, I did say no, and then they told me. Then they. they, they <laughs> They were like, hey, give him a call. Let's talk. You once we talk. So I, I had already said no. You had already said yeah, no. we talked. No, I was like, all right. <laughs> I was, I was, I was right. Like, no, almost came out. And I was like, eh, let me, let me get back to you on this. And I had, and I had, and I had just taken a gig. I got back. I was doing some uh some high school football regionally down here, or whatever. And I just got back on that package full uh for the I just got that whole package back. I just returned to the whole package. So I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be doing that and have some other things going on. And this pod too, I was like, ah, I don't know. So we talked to wifey about it. She was like, yeah, go for it. So that's that. And she was three months. Now she's three years and could care less about her parents. So <laughs> uh, real thing or not here on the Believe in 49ers pod. So if you're new to the show, this is how uh-huh. this works. Uh, I'll make a statement to ED prefacing that with real thing or not and he'll tell me whether it's a real thing or not and i'll try he will he will add uh his reasons why and, and i may come back with a rebuttal so i got a three pack for you here ed okay real thing or not here on the believe in 49ers pod a real thing or not jimmy g will start at least one game this season a uh, real thing 
real thing because Jimmy is going to start for injury. Um, I just think the way Trey plays, we saw it last year. I think the way he plays, um, there's going to be some point within the season, within 17 games, where there's going to be something that gets him off of the field. Um, and, and that's that's the only that. So that's why I'm going to say real thing. I can make that really quick. Real thing um, because of an injury. That's what's going to get Jimmy on the field. Yeah. I'll say real thing, and I, and I'll add. We can only hope it'll be because of an injury or a, fa- a a point in the season where the Niners have already clinched and Kyle just may want to sit guys. Uh, I mean, so that we can only have, not that we're hoping Trey gets hurt. That won't happen. Yeah. That won't happen. If the Niners clinch, he's not going to start Jimmy. He can't do that. He can't do that. You can't put. You, if the Niners clinch, they're not going to put Jimmy out there because he's not going to put Jimmy in a situation to where Jimmy could go out, play well, and then you hear all the rumbling. That would be a dumb move. Kyle. No, I'm saying if the if the Niners clinch, it's week 18. They don't have anything to play for. If they uh, already clinched the playoff spot, right? Jimmy's not starting. Trey is going to start. So you said start. Jimmy's not going to start. Trey's going to start that game. Trey may play one series, but he's going to start. He's not going to start Jimmy Garoppolo and have Jimmy go out and play like that. He's not going to do it. He's going to he's going to let everybody know. Because if Jimmy starts that game, there are going to be questions right after the game. Is Jimmy going to have some snaps in the playoffs? Are you going to put him out there? He's got this experience. Kyle is not going to create that. He's not going to create that brush fire. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle and John have created forest fires, right? This is, this is beyond the brush fire right now. <laughs> like when the 405 is on fire. It's like you're driving through hell. Like, like we need more fuel to the fire season in California. Kyle oh, and John have, have done that already. A real thing or not, Debo Samuel. I'll, I'll, I'll say this first. Last season, Debo had 59 carries. Uh-huh. Real thing or not, Debo will have at least 59 carries this season. Uh, real thing. Kyle is going to utilize him in the exact same way he used him before. I think Debo knows that Debo will not be the dynamic player that he is. If you don't utilize him in that way, that's what makes him special. Debo's a special player. He is a unicorn. There's not another guy like him in the league. And if you, and he, and why make him like everybody else? So yes, I expect him. I expect him to get the the same type of carries and the same type of opportunities. Real thing. Uh, yeah, I'll say a real thing. There's some incentives in there. Um, I, I I talked you into it, didn't I? Yeah, I well, he I mean, there's some incentives in his contract for uh, carries and the like. So yeah, um, because because of that, I think that kind of put a mute point on the whole fact that oh, he doesn't want to be a running back, this, that, and the other. There's some well, there, there's some stuff in the contract that says if you get to I don't know what those those milestones are. If you get to this mark or this landmark or this landmark, you know, there's couple bonuses yeah, because the expectations on his part are like i want to do that so since i'm going to be doing it let's tie some money to it that was his idea i guarantee you that was his idea <laughs> because he plans on doing it yeah that he knows that's what makes him special debo debo is just going to be another guy if i mean you look at the way they throw the ball and the things that happen um i i don't think he's going to He's not going to scare defenses the way he does right now if you take that aspect away from it. Yeah. Uh, last one for you here, real thing or not. Trey Lance said we'll get okay. back to him here. Trey Lance. Uh, Kyle and John, or John and Kyle, however you want to say it, uh, are on the verge of ruining their franchise quarterback, real thing or not. Not how are they on the that's not a real thing. How are they possibly on the verge of ruining ruining him? I think they've if they've done anything, they have tried to put him in position for success. The the 49ers actually made a smart move by keeping Jimmy. They screwed up that situation. Um, and they made a smart move by keeping Jimmy around. So now he has an ear to lend on. But he, I mean, Trey. He has an, an ear to lean on and and get some information from someone who's actually played the position. If not, he would have just been sitting in that room 
hoping that everything that Kyle tells them is the truth, that it applies, that it's real, that it plays out on the field the way he has it playing out on the chalkboard. And that's not the way the game is. So I, that's definitely not a real thing that they've almost ruined him. I think they've helped him tremendously. Yeah, I'm going to go real thing. I, I think that uh, I said this back in the spring and uh, and I'll, I'll sort of repeat it here. Look, I hope it works out. I, I hope it does. I really hope it does. But just the way things are sort of trending here, I mean, you go through the entire offseason and just the whole Jimmy Shabak and, and you bring him back, the whole Jimmy debacle and you bring him back. Um. There's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of ifs. If Trey can handle this, if Trey can handle that. And, and the, the one thing that we don't know is what his mental makeup is, right? And and I and to your point earlier, I, I fully understand, you know, you got to massage that ego and you got to let him know he's the guy, this, that, or the other, right? He's also a young, he's a young quarterback. He's, he's a young player in this league. Um, a lot of things he's going to be going through, he's experiencing for the first time. And I don't believe that it's all rainbows and butterflies. Like, I, I don't think you know them re-signing jimmy trey was like oh welcome back jg welcome back 10 so happy to see you thanks for being here i I just have a hard time believing that and so because and yes jimmy could be a great ear he could be a great sounding board this that or the other but i don't know that he necessarily he doesn't necessarily jimmy g doesn't necessarily have to be that guy for trey i think you could have went out and you probably could have invested in another guy to be that guy for your young quarterback. But instead, you keep 10 around, you don't give him a playbook, it's drama on top of drama, he's gonna be there. Trey, say the Niners, and you know we live in a microwave society. Say the Niners go old, go three and out their first three drives. It's already starting. Where's 10? What what is going on? What is Kyle doing? Yada 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 yada. That does and, that that but that is not setting him up for. But that's oh, you, let me let you finish. And then I mean, I'll, I'm just like we've seen it before. We've seen young quarterbacks come into this league and, mm-hmm. and got immensely talented, mm-hmm. and they're expected to light the world on fire. This that or the other, and they get ruined by organizations. Right? Yeah. They come in. They can be fragile. They can be this that or the other. And they're just ruined and they were never yeah. able to get back to who a lot of people thought that they were, who they could have been. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that it's happened, but I'm saying it, it's it very well could. And, and by being on the verge, like it's trending that way, if if you ask me. Oh, OK. Have we wrapped up real thing or not? That it was real thing or not here on <laughs> pod. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You, of course, don't agree with me. You haven't agreed. Well, with I'm, me. I'm just going to circle back because of the, like the things you said, we've seen organizations ruin guys because you just talked about it. You get this talented player that comes in and things fall apart because the organization is bad. Have you have you not been listening to me tell you he is set up for success? Trey doesn't have to be the guy to win it all. Trey doesn't Trey doesn't have to play mistake free. So you say, what if he goes the first three drives, they go three and out, three and out, three and out. You know what? He's going to trot out there for the fourth series and get a first down and and, and keep playing because you're going to have games where in the, in the games where you're going to go three and out and three and out and three and out. And then they're going to trot him out the next series. That's going to happen. That's a part of playing football. As far as Trey's confidence and all of these things, I think Trey is fine. That's why I said I don't think he's going to bed. I don't. I haven't seen him play and all of these type things, but I can look at how he was in the past. Trey comes from winning. He's accustomed to winning. Trey has performed when they've put the ball in his hand. He's played well. He expects to play well. He expects to get things done. Yes, the speed of the game and all of this stuff, is, he's going to have to catch up to it. It's going to be different than everything that he's seen. I think he's going to pick up the pace, just like he did in college. And a lot of people will say, oh, he played at this small school. I don't care. All you can do is kick the ass in front of you. The same thing, I was. I heard the same thing. I heard the same thing. You know, you played at this small school and all of this stuff. And, you know, and I told you about my other corner. I played 13 years. He played eight in the NFL. 
and we both w- went to this little Division II school where we, we weren't supposed to be good enough to play. It, all, all we did was just kick the butt in front of us. And that's what I expect Trey to do. I think Trey is going to be a really, really good player. Now, the question is how you bring him along. And I think bringing Jimmy in, you said, yeah, well, they could have brought in another backup. Yes, they could have. But was that backup? We've seen other backups. Was that backup going to be able to run the 49ers offense, to run Kyle's offense, to be able to to have the type timing and rapport with the receivers and everyone else in that huddle to continue to win? Because we discussed the injury and will the will we said Jimmy, but you know, basically, will the backup start some games this year? I said yes. And I believe that that could happen just because of the way the league is, how big and fast and strong guys are. It's difficult for any player to stay healthy for 17. Um, And that backup is going to have to come in and continue to win games. At the end of the day, you still want him to win games, just like Jimmy needed his backup to win a football game last year to get Jimmy to the playoffs. So, again, I think having Jimmy – will help Trey in that situation. I don't think he's being set up. I don't think that the, the the management is putting him in a bad situation. I don't think they're putting too much pressure on him. I think they're doing the best possible thing they can to keep everything moving forward. They gave him the keys, bruh. It's Trey's team. Everybody knows it's Trey's team. And nobody is going to be looking sideways. They're not going to be looking. That's 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 not it. Even last year, remember how they were all talking about how he throws such a pretty ball and he's got such a good arm and all of these type things. They think he's the, the players know he's physically better than Jimmy. He just got to learn how to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I think the conversation we've had about this has been vastly different than most other conversations that I've heard. Um especially at a national level, right? I, I think that, like, I've, I've heard things along the lines of Jimmy being back is an indictment on Trey. Jimmy being back is the Niners showing that they don't necessarily trust Trey all the way. And, and those, those, those conversations are loud. My whole thing is, is one, we don't know Trey's mental makeup, right? Like, we hope that he's all these things that, that, that you say. That I, he, I know Trey's that. mental makeup. I do. I, we're going to see Trey, like I said, he's a winner. Trey has been the quarterback and the guy leading leading and hu- leading a huddle before, and he's been extremely successful at that. You got to be a certain type dude to do that. You got to be a certain type guy to go undefeated and have the guys around you to believe that you're going to win every time you hit the hole. So that part of it, I'm not concerned. We have to see if he can level up, if that's what you're talking about, it, because that's what I mean. It's the next level now. You went from high school to college. You were able to level up. It's a different level. Different level. Stepping into a huddle with grown men, it's a different level. So he's that guy, but can you level up because that college guy is not going to lead a group of men? You can lead some teenagers and young adults. We already know that. But now you got to lead grown men. It's different. I think he can. I do. I think he can. And, I, 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 you know, and that narrative that's been put out there, come on, man. You know that's a better story for them. It's a better story for them to say that the Niners are making a mistake and Jimmy coming back is an issue and all this type of stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a better story, but I, better I, think, story. I think there is some truth to it because I, I, will continue to, I will continue to say this until Trey doesn't even have to – Trey can go out there and ball out and, and do do whatever. I will continue. I will continue to say that they completely butchered and mismanaged this situation. They, they misman no. They they completely butchered and mis mismanaged Jimmy. They didn't do a thing to Trey. Trey, they drafted Trey with the intent of letting him sit, which he did, and then turning the keys over to him. That's exactly what they did. Trey is right on schedule. Where they mismanaged was letting, and, and I said it right when it happened. The very next spot we got on, I was like, that's the worst thing you could possibly do, have Jimmy have a goodbye tour right after the game. 
Why are you telling him that? There was no reason to tell Jimmy right. Garoppolo that he was right. traded until he was traded. Yeah. That, that, that was why that, he didn't get traded. That was less than smart. That's why he didn't get traded because they they got out there and got all public with everything and their intentions. And you don't do that. You 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 don't do that. Like I said, I I I, I sat in the coach's room in the meeting room. I can tell you guys that I knew day one weren't going to be on the team. And they're not on the team, but they never knew they weren't going to be on the team. And, you know, like, okay, we're going to give this guy a shot. We really want this guy. Well, you know what? We're trying everything that we can possibly do to get him there. He's not going to be there. So all of these type things happen. There was no reason for them to do that. They mismanaged Jimmy. Now, with all of that mismanagement of Jimmy, it costs them. Jimmy's, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting $13 million of Jed York money that he would not have gotten real dollars yeah. because they mismanaged that situation. So if I'm Jed, I'm mad about that, but they did the right thing by bringing him in as a backup. They need a solid backup. I mean, my whole thing about mismanaging Jimmy is, is by mismanaging Jimmy, you, you bought the circus to town. Right, now time for uh, ED's keys. I know it's only week one and um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the beginning yes. of what, this team hopes will be a historical run, uh, but it, you got to start somewhere. So it starts Saturday, Sunday, 10 a.m. Got it. Well, keys Inside to this town, game. Fox yeah. on yeah. the broadcast. What you got, E.D.? What's your keys? Keys to this game is going to be very important for the defense to set the tone. I think this team is going to be led by the defense as much as we've sat here and talked about Kyle and Jimmy and Trey and running backs, Sherman not being here and all these type of things. At the end of the day, this is a defensive football squad. Um, and all the all the attention is going to be on the other side. But defensively, take advantage of uh, an offensively challenged Chicago Bears team. Um, make certain that they start setting the tone. This should be one of the top-level defenses in the league this year, which means you're not supposed to have a bad outing. Um, you're playing on the road. You always got to pack your special teams and your defense. I heard that growing up. It is true. You never know what you're going to get out of your offense on the road. You never know what you're going to get out of your offense early in the season. You can plan on playing good defense. You can plan on believing what you see, reacting to it, and the same with the, your special team. So that's that's the thing that I expect those two units to play well. Offensively, I think it's key for Kyle to not put the game on his brand new quarterback. I think it's important for the running game and for the playmakers. I expect Debo to be Debo. Ayuk to get more into it. Kittle being out, I think that's going to hurt because I think he would have been utilized this a, a lot, utilized a lot. I, I think one of the keys is to keep this offense similar to how it's been. Allowing the quarterback to be the point guard Get it out, get the ball into the hands of the playmakers I just mentioned. And when the shots present themselves, take those. But don't come out putting the game in the quarterback's hands because I think that that could become an issue. So that's what that's what I think is the key to the game. Old school, run the ball, run it again, run it again, get it into the screens and all of those type things and the jet sweeps, run the ball that way um, with your playmakers play good defense. That is what I think this game has to be. And that's how I think the early part of the season has. Going off script here. Those are ED's keys here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. What in the world? Update, update, update. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. Going off script here, but um, we're supposed to be saying goodbye right now. I got one more question for you, though, ED. Okay. What's the bar from a production standpoint for Trey? Is it Jimmy level production or is it the production of Jimmy's backups over the course of the last couple of seasons, right? Should he be, should he be, better, should he be better than Jimmy or should he be better than Jimmy? I, I would think you'd be, I, th I would think you'd know me like that. What's the bar? The bar is playoffs. The bar is. I'm, I'm just talking Trey Lance individual production. That's that's that is Trey Lance's individual production. The bar is playoffs. The the previous quarterback got this team 
to the playoffs. When he's a starter, he got this team to the playoffs every time. He got this team deep into the playoffs. He got this team into the Super Bowl. The That's the bar. The bar for the 49ers quarterback is winning a championship. So all the other things, that doesn't matter. So what, what do you have to do? It's the whole thing you just went through with Fields. You were like, well, his number is in this, and he's going to go at him. He lost the game. So you ate an L. It tastes like sadness. You can you can you can sprinkle all all the sugar you want on top of it. At the end of the day, an L tastes like sadness. And so, winning games is the bar. So playoffs, that's the bar. You took a playoff. You took a playoff caliber quarterback off the field and said that this is an upgrade. The floor, the floor is the playoffs, right? So that's so that's what I'm saying. That's that's the standard. And then once we get there, now we start talking about the other things. Now you start, let's let's get to the Super Bowl. Let's win a Super Bowl. That's the standard. That's, uh, the number, I don't care. I don't, I don't care if he throws for, I don't care if he throws for 500 yards this week or if he throws for 50 yards this week. They have to win the game. And what did I say? The key is defense, special teams, run game. That's the key. I'm not expecting a first-year quarterback to come in and take over. That, that's, that's not even fair. It's not even fair. You don't expect any other rookie player. If he were, if if Trey Lance was a tackle starting his first game, people would be okay with him not having a great game, with him giving up a sack or something like that, right? Just but, hoping to get the, the snot kicked out of him. But yeah, yes, exactly. Like just don't get the quarterback killed and, and we're happy. But because Trey's a quarterback, just what you just what you just put in. What's the what's the key? Does he have to have these type of stats or those type of stats? No, you just gotta win a football game. Win. I, I hear you. Hashtag facts. I, I hear you. But also hear the people, BD. I hear the people. I hear uh, the people. You know what? I'm going to tell Where, you. Where's Coach, where's Coach Kilmer when you need it? When the damn circus come to town, huh? Tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the same thing I told the guy who sent the tweet out to me. Does the front office think we're stupid? Does the front office believe that we don't know football? Do they really think we're that dumb? Hell yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. The, they don't care about the people. <laughs> oh, it's week one it's week one my, my man ed is ready what will, will there will this pod taste like sadness next week after the niners go to the shy town to take on the bears sunday we are the gauntlet 10 a.m kickoff on fox my man ed is ready he's got his hashtag we are the gauntlet shirt make sure you go get yours uh, check out Believe.com for all your memorabilia. We got a bunch of shirts on there for you. Uh, feel free to get involved in the show. Hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.